from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hello, Piet. How are you, my friend? Great, Jordan. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. We're getting ready next week for one of the largest festivals in the country happening just to the south of us, a city that's almost as awesome as Milwaukee. <laughs> Chicago will yeah. host Lollapalooza yeah. August 2nd through the 5th. Chicago's okay. Chicago's all right. Yeah, Lollapalooza is obviously a huge, huge festival, huge. and this is a big lineup. Um, some of the headliners, Bruno Mars, never played Lollapalooza before. He's right. a headliner on Friday. Arctic Monkeys, uh, it's one of their first dates since releasing their album. Uh, Travis Scott, who actually, his show ended at Lollapalooza a few years ago because he told people to get on stage and then he That's got right. fined and That's stuff. Right. But Lollapalooza yeah, 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 is like, yeah. oh, all is forgiven. Come on, <laughs> Come here's on some back. money. Come play. We're, uh, our insurance rider is better than it yeah. was in the past. <laughs> Jack White, who had a really really solid rave show. You might have heard of this uh, guy before. Yes, uh, The Weeknd, uh, Summerfest highlight. Uh, Vampire Weekend, yes. uh, playing that same night and it hasn't played in a while. Logic, also headlined at Summerfest. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, some other, some, some things that played at Summerfest in case you didn't see them there or if you want to do a redo. Uh, Greta Van Fleet, I yeah. I didn't get to see Greta Van Fleet, but I heard it, and the crowd was crazy. The band sounded amazing. Awesome. Because the, the media trailer, fortunately, was right next to the stage. So I could just hear it all as I was filing, and it just sounded fantastic. And acts who canceled at Summerfest. Uh, you <laughs> including? Know, now you, yeah, including, like, Baby Rexha, who was supposed to play, right. and she didn't because she got sick. She's playing. Gold Link Gold was supposed Link, to play. Yeah, but he had yeah, travel yeah. issues. He's playing. So uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a big festival. We're gonna be covering it. So you can go back to jsonline.com/music for all our Lollapalooza coverage every day. And we've also got two Milwaukee natives that are playing this year, which for Lollapalooza, that's a really really big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's really awesome to see because they've had some you know Wisconsin acts in the back or uh, in, the, in the past and ones with connections. Sylvanesso, for instance, yes, exactly. or Fox was uh, not from Milwaukee but from Madison, mm-hmm. and they were kind of a last minute fill in one right. year. Yeah, um, but this year, yeah, and they're on the same day too. So for all your Milwaukee people, definitely get there early uh, on Saturday because you should see Grace Weber uh, and you should see Mel. They're both from Milwaukee, um, both going to be playing uh, you know, early afternoon sets. So definitely check them out. They're really great artists, regardless of where they're from. But, you know, show them some love. Absolutely. And for them, I mean, that's a huge homecoming of sorts in the sense that, you know, outside of Summerfest, this has got a, one of the largest festivals in the Midwest. And uh it's you got to you got to think about Melv. I mean, he's you know fresh out of high school. I mean, the guy is just what like twenty twenty one years old now yeah. at this point in time, and to be playing Lollapalooza. I mean, that's a huge deal. You know, yeah. he's got friends who went to school with him who are driving down to Chicago oh, yeah, to totally, see that show. Totally. Absolutely, absolutely. And Grace has been on a great trajectory lately. And yeah. uh, for her, I know we've been in good contact with Grace as she hosts the Music Lab here. And she's ecstatic about this booking. I mean, she's yeah. really starting to arrive now. Her 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 press has been so much about her work with others, and now it's finally becoming about the work that she's yep. doing herself. Yeah, and I think we're going to see some really good stuff there uh, during her set. Well, again, Lollapalooza right around the corner, August 2nd through the 5th. Of course, RadioMilwaukee.org has some information, but you guys are going to be covering uh, all of it online. Yeah, we'll be covering it as well. And then uh, we'll be doing a review of one of the Lollapalooza headliners who's actually going to come to Milwaukee. Um, so if you can't make it to Lollapalooza, the national which is headlining that Friday night uh, against Bruno Mars. So maybe you, you, you would have to see Bruno Mars anyway. Uh, but the National <laughs> is going to be at the Riverside Theater this coming Monday. Um, I'll be reviewing that one as well. So check back to jsonline.com slash music for a review of that one. I'm really hey. excited about that. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. 
It's Tapped In. I'm Jordan Lee in studio every week with Piet Levy from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Of course, we talk about the music that's coming in and out of the city of Milwaukee. And as we go down to Chicago for Lollapalooza next week, we want to talk about a little bit more two artists who we just mentioned who are going to be performing at the festival this year. Milwaukee's own Melv and Milwaukee native Grace Weber. Uh, these artists both have kind of a parallel story. Granted, they're probably about a decade apart in age. Uh, their career arc and their storyline is very, very similar. Yeah, well, let's, we'll start with the youngin. We'll start with Mel. He's 21. Uh, you know, Mel uh, basically was doing, he, he got really into EDM through his older sister who um, he's living in Cedarburg. She uh, introduced him to that um, Daft Punk uh, concert documentary. Yes, yes. Um, with the fan made footage. And that's just, that was just kind of like the mind blowing experience for him. See me on the subway far from home. Had to find a way back on my own. And he just really honed his craft like in the bedroom and just kind of just worked at it and worked at it and worked at it. Um, and, you know, started just kind of releasing stuff online. And it was all kind of instrumental stuff, but it was just really heady, really rich, really, mm-hmm. really richly produced. So many interesting details when you hear his music. I mean, it's not just uh, throwing stuff up there. I mean, right. he really is just really meticulous about the, the the creation of it. And it just grew and grew and grew to the point that, like, you know, Zed put him on a Spotify playlist. Right. Uh, he got a record deal with Atlantic Records. Um, and he's been working with like like Two Feet as an up and coming artist who mm-hmm. was a featured vocalist on one of Mel's tracks. Yep. Um, who's going to be opening? He's going to be playing at Lollapalooza too. You know, it'd be cool if we see uh, a Two Feet Mel collab. That, that it very, could happen. That's very well could uh, But Two Feet's also going to be coming uh, back in January, opening on the Panic of the Disco that's tour. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and he's just like been touring kind of all summer and uh, working with the same booking agents that work with Disclosure. And again, 21 years old, Cedar yeah. kid who just kind of worked at it, worked at it, worked at it. Didn't even like do tons of shows or anything, yep. but he would go to like the Miramar Theater and, that, and I did an interview with him in May and he talked about how that was just so crucial for him because uh, it, it, he could get in, first of all, he would, that theater would let kids in. Yes. And he just really kind of fell in with, you know, like like antics and, and so, you know, some of the, like, straight Like the no-life guys. Yeah, no-life yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. And they were just a huge inspiration for him because he was just kind of in his own little bubble, his own little world. And, and he was for most of this, most of his development as an right, artist. Right, 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 right. But having that, you know— tangible kind of encouragement from others and being exposed to music like that in, in, in person obviously had a massive impact on him as well and was a major contribution to his success. And he's doing really well for himself. I mean, he's, his, his new single with Electric Guest is doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. And he's got, uh, he, like you said, he's got all the right placement and all the right stuff going on for him. Uh, it's just been exciting for us to watch this develop. And we kind of got privy to him here at the station when he was still in high school. In fact, uh, yeah. some of his, uh, his peers at university school where he went to high school actually sent us some of his music and Tariq was playing it on Rhythm Lab before he even got a school. Um, he just really was on top of his game from the early beginning. And uh, I think, you know, again, his story parallel, I, I would say, to the other artist we want to talk about is playing on the bill, which is Milwaukee native Grace Weber. Uh, Grace came up here in Milwaukee uh, and really kind of defined her sound uh, through through church and choral singing. I mean, that 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 style of of performance was it's still in her sound today. I get so Her path was a little bit different, and you know, you talk about maybe seven to ten years ago. It was much uh, more in a singer-songwriter kind of a vein. It wasn't mm-hmm. as focused on what now I would say it's defined as more of a hip hop and R and B kind yep. of approach. Um, 
But this last, you know, couple of years for collaborations with, you know, Chance the Rapper and his team and, you know, working with those guys has really elevated her st- her status and really taken her story onto the national level. Um, but again, everything that's been talked about is grace on someone else's work. It's mm-hmm. always been, you know, her work with this person and her work with that person. Now this last year, she released some really smart singles in yep. a really smart way. And she's in a place now where, you know, it's time, it's, it's Grace's turn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's been around for a bit. I remember, you know, well before I was a full-time writer, I interviewed her when she was like, you know, a teenager, really, really young. Uh, she was like on, on, there was like an American Idol style contest yeah. on Oprah's show. Uh, and she was on that. She was a part of that. That was kind of the first exposure. And she worked with some pretty named producers and had really good stuff, really good songs. Um, but yeah, it, it, it really seems like it's really clicking. I mean, she always had talent, mm-hmm. and she always worked with good people, and she always had stage confidence. And I remember seeing her South by Southwest years ago, too, um, where she just – she had – I think she really had that it factor. It was just really a matter of connecting with the right people and de- and honing that sound and with the social experiment and working with them, which is the name of the yep. group that works with Chance the Rapper. She really kind of found out – who, what works best for her as an artist, and what connects with people most as an artist. Right. Um, I've heard uh, kind of the the rough versions of uh, some original songs from from an album that she's going to be releasing, and they're really good. I mean, I'm I'm really excited to see what this will do for her once it gets out there. Um, you know, and she's worked with Tokyo as well. Yep. She's you know, Chance has been very supportive of her as well, and um, and the social experiment even like they they are so supportive. They even came and did a Radio Lab here with her in, right. at the Radio Milwaukee Studios, which is her monthly thing. This is what's so cool about her as well is even though she's still, she's based in New York and yep. she's still, a, you know, a, still a new artist in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, nevertheless, she's still so committed to her hometown that she comes to Milwaukee every single month and does these these sessions where she invites, you know, local aspiring musicians to kind of come together, you know, talk to each other, perform on an open mic, hear from, you know, experts and industry people about about getting into music. Yeah. Uh, and, and tries to offer these kids an opportunity to really see a path forward for their own careers. And I'm sure there probably will be some music careers that will start because oh, of, yeah. the, of the this music lab that she does. And it's amazing for her to do that, I think, in the sense that, it's not like she, she's still trying to she's still trying to find her her place in the world in a way. You know, she's still pretty unknown in a lot of ways. Absolutely. She has this great Lollapalooza slot, but it is like a one o'clock slot. But it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And she's already doing the work to really try to support mm-hmm. her hometown. You, you make a good point. I mean, this kind of philanthropy and this kind of give back is usually something you expect from a much more established and even more financially successful yeah. artist than right. Grace. You see these kind of foundations and give back programs that happen. And this is not unique to music. It happens in sports. It happens in tech. It happens in a lot of different ways. But you're right. It is unique in the sense that Grace has still got a lot of rungs that she needs to climb up on the professional ladder. But she's giving back already. Yeah. And she's been able to bring great connections into the studio. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're talking about artists like you said, The Social Experiment, Jamila Woods. Yep. Folks from Pixar and Disney that she's been able to bring in, folks from NYU, like she's really gathering all these different connection points that she has and saying, you know, when I was 16, 15 years old, I would have loved it if blank. And she's Mm -hmm. filling in that blank for Milwaukee kids. And she does it, I think, because she because she wants to, she wants to help. But we're also in a a world where I feel like kids, especially they want that from their artists. They want their artists to really stand for something, to mean something, to give back. I think that's we're seeing more and more of that, you know 
being creative of our pop stars now in, in, yeah. in this social political climate. Um, you know, it's it's more than just like serving yourself and singing a song that makes people feel yes, good and, and right. lines and lines yeah, your pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she understands that. I think there's just so much to respect for her because of that, in addition to the artistry. So I think all of that combined, I think she's really gonna keep climbing, climbing, and climbing. And it's very exciting to see her have this this Lollapalooza slot, which I think is just uh, another chapter in uh, a really interesting story. I couldn't agree more. Well, you can find out more about Grace Weber's Music Lab by visiting our website, RadioMilwaukee.org. And Piet, of course, we've got more coverage of Lollapalooza online. Yep, you can go to jsonline.com slash music. Got some advanced stuff on Lollapalooza, and I'll be there. So check back for our coverage. This podcast is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Piet, I'll see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time.